everyone. Mr. Devil here, Kenny Danico, three-time Stanley Cup champion of the New Jersey Devils. And you're listening to the Uncle Puckers New Jersey Devils podcast with Chris, Dan, Bobby, and Tony, the Uncle Puckers. Let's go, Devils! Let's go, Devils. Let's go, Devils, right in the frickin' toilet. We are the Uncle Puckers, Chris, Stan, Bobby, and Tony, and unlike the New Jersey Devils, we show up and we do a podcast. It's over. Goodbye. Thank you for coming. That was definitely a Freudian slip there. Oh, what a complete and total shit show. This team has, you know, we went on constantly like this team has no quit. This team has a ton of heart. Yeah, not this series. None of those things apply. Uh, complete and total ass whooping by the Canes, um, putting us down another 2-0 series. Except, you know, you kind of just see the writing on the wall. You, you know, there's just no reason to feel good at all that they're going to do anything in this series. Um, it was a complete and total ass kicking. So we'll go around the horn, talk to the boys, see what everybody wants to say, what changes we should think, and uh, what we're going to be doing in our offseason, which should be coming <laughs> up in about four or five days so we'll kick it off with uh bobby bobby uh it's all you buddy why do i gotta go for- i hate this you know okay I- tony you go first i feel like uh you know what was it gobbler's knob and groundhog's day i feel like <laughs> yeah, this is like yeah last week again it sucks uh the problem is, is we're playing a better team than the rangers i feel like right now the way they're playing and the carolina's just isn't that the bar you used to hang out at a little different but i think it was the uh, other way around it was knob gobblers yeah it was, it was knob gobblers <laughs> you know the ass cafe but uh yeah you know it's it's been, it was rough um it's i don't know i don't know what to say because I, like you, me and Chris, we're all saying off the air too. Is I don't can they come back from this? I, this is a rough one. This is Ugh, it looked bad. See, right? I mean, you got no contribution from. It's a bunch Anyone? of underachieving. I mean, I don't know. Piss poor effort. All who gets around. the gold star tonight? Wood because he scored a goal. I mean, I don't even know. Like even that seems I, like Michael. I Michael guess. McLeod was your best skater out there tonight. Guess, he was the, yeah. the he was the best skater, and that's not saying much. I mean, but you know, everybody. I mean, not only Vanacek kept yeah. him off the scoreboard, I guess. Again, no. or wait, no, he gave up how many? No, goals? he let two in. Two goals, yeah. That's <laughs> two right. in less than a minute. Yeah, yeah. I think Brodor had three scored on him tonight. <laughs> yeah, everybody <Yeah>. did. <laughs> Bobby, you're up. Okay, seriously, I mean, I'm a fan, and there was a point where, you know, I, I knew the game wasn't really within reach, but when they scored the one goal, I had another kind of text on the side with another group of guys, and I'm like, you know, one goal is Oh, now you're side-texting dudes? What I'm the side-texting. Side-texting. <laughs> yeah. A little side-texting. They're the ant puckers. The ant puckers. You know, I was like, part of me really wanted to believe that, you know, a goal every five minutes or so, or at least in the, the three goals in the first 15 and pull your goalie and make it a game would at least be entertaining. Right. Um, and, and as a fan, I still, I want to sit here and be like, uh, you know, O2 is not over and we just did it and we can do it again. But literally, I give zero chance to win this series right now. <laughs> that is zero. my absolute zero point zero. Uh, I think right now, zero. I think right now the question yeah, isn't are we going to win the series. The question is are we going to get swept. Yeah, that's the question. I think that's a legitimate question, and I'm going to say at this point, I'm leaning. Yeah, we're going to get swept. I think the Hurricanes uh, might win in three. I think they're just going to call uh, it. <laughs> You know the, the way we played tonight. I mean, they might have, they did give up. Uh, you know, even after Wood got that goal, you would expect a little fire.
fire. You would expect something. There was nobody. Uh, there was no heart tonight. They that, just. And, and I don't what know I what the fuck is wrong I with them. I was joking. You know, one every every five minutes, but legitimately, if that did spark him even enough to get another goal within like the ten minutes, it could right. have been something interesting. Absolutely. Where now, if a fluke thing happens, and you are only down by one, like that's when shit gets crazy. Right. And you're scrambling for the puck, and weird pucks go in. We've seen that a million times, but they couldn't. They couldn't even capitalize on that. And even when Wood scored it, it was almost like a forced celebration on his part. I know it was his first playoff goal. He like wanted to make it, like yeah. And you could see in his face, he's like, "Ah, oh, this is a meaningless goal." <laughs> it was just sure it is was garbage so time. Bad. And nobody followed him up, and none of our guys, not one, like just said, "I will try to take over this game." Not that they could, because Carolina's a good team, but try. I don't know if it, I mean, we talked a little bit before we went on, like, you know, the emotion of that Ranger series, and did it just completely suck everything out of these guys? And if that's the case, then they are just a young group that needs to mature, needs to grow up. Because tonight, it was a bunch of men beating the fuck out of a bunch of little (laughs) boys. That's what it looked like. It really did. And, I again, I don't know if you come back from this. I don't know. I mean, you like to think that maybe they can make a series out of this, but at no point in these first two games has it felt like the Devils can even hang on the same ice with these guys. Devils You know, six. they just... Yeah, four in a row. That's no. a... I mean, you got to be crazy to think that at this point. I just... I throw that in there. Crazy. No, I know. Well, I know yeah, what you, you're you, saying, dude. I don't see it any better than you do. You know, I know what you're saying. You make a great point there. So many things went wrong. So, so little reaction out of leaders. Uh, Heisher, I thought, was the worst we've seen him all year, and that's bad. When the guy who's had the most heart and been so consistently the guy who picks your team up is not playing his best, then you know you're in real trouble. We had talked about so many guys who've been absent. They remained absent. Uh, other guys went away to join them wherever they go, and it was really <laughs> pathetic. It was it was so sad to watch that. Like I said, I couldn't find a gold star there. Um, you know, you mentioned the Rangers series. That's a good point. Like when we were down two nothing against them, I think there was definitely so much emotion in the you know rivalry that that was going to be a factor, and the Devils turned into something good. Do we have that here? I don't think so. I mean, you get totally dominated in a way even better than the Rangers did. Playing oh, a yeah. team that the Devils know is better, and uh, getting dominated this way after two games, uh, you know, it, it's you know beyond gut check time. It's just like you know personal credibility as a man at this point to stand up yeah. and do something. I was uh, thinking back to Game Two with the Rangers. How what did they do? They overcorrected and took a bunch of stupid penalties trying to be tough guys. You know what? I missed that. I missed that. They could have used that tonight. If this was the alternative to just go away and just let it happen and just lay back and take it, I would prefer getting into a 5-1 loss, uh, taking all kinds of penalties, uh, stupid stupid penalties from players who were just letting their tempers flare and trying to show that they're standing up. We saw none of that. Uh, no, I they... saw at one point uh, one of our guys go down behind the net and getting mugged after, I'm trying to remember who it was, he Put the puck on net and tried to follow it up. Was it Lazar? No, it wasn't Lazar. Lazar. It yeah. was. And, and then, and then everybody else watched it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and everybody else just watched it happen. And maybe they were thinking, oh, I don't want to ruin the penalty and ruin our power play, which at this point, fuck that. Who cares? This game's Who over. Your power play sucks. Dude, we were, you know, awesome. our team anyway. 
there, it was no like at some point you have to go. This game is going so south, and we are losing bad. We have nothing left to lose uh, but our credibility, so we should at least f- go down fighting. And they didn't do that. Yeah. And you know, I was just so disappointed I, with the effort, top to bottom. I could say the the only sliver of like fucking hope that I have is that they do have the next two at home. Will that help them? You know, get the energy, the fans behind them, and go and and at least have a better effort. I mean, it's one thing if you lose a hockey game, you know, a close game, and everybody's fighting, you leave everything on the ice, but they left everything in the fucking in New Jersey. I mean, this was just embarrassing. Uh, there's no other way to put it. It was fucking embarrassing. They should be seriously ashamed of themselves. The hierarchy problem here is that they're. When they lose, they're losing and looking extremely bad. You can maybe excuse yeah. the first two five-one losses to the Rangers. Okay, they've kind of moved on and learned from that. But if you you talk about a team that pulled off what they pulled off to get into the second round here to be one of the top teams all year, you don't often see these types of lopsided games. Like something's happening where where it falls apart. It falls apart bad. And you yeah. know, Chris, I think you said right. Yeah, Hamilton hit that post. Kind of felt like that was it. It yeah, shouldn't yeah. be. You need no. to recover from that shit, but you're right. They probably should have got a first period power play goal. They looked, yeah. you know, I thought it was going to go and in. And they had a five on three again. Who knows what and happens I know it was a short one, but. With this team, but the fact that they didn't, all right, so then they score first. Get over it. Like, it's just, there was no fight. No, no, they rolled over. Uh, it, there's really, I mean, there's not a whole lot that we can say. I mean, I just, I want to see some changes in the lineup uh, for the next game. Uh, we, I know we talked a little bit uh, beforehand, and, you know, let's go around. What changes, Dan? Uh, you're Lindy Ruff. You can make whatever changes you want. What are you doing? I mean, it's... I like what Tony said. Just yeah. have us uh, get the Florida Panthers to play for us. That oh. would work. Bobby's Is that out. an option? Is there- if they're on our <laughs> roster, yeah. So I did I say that, because I haven't won a devil, you know. So yeah, I'll take that line. Let Let's uh, <laughs> sub them in. You know, if we can't do that, uh, it sounds like a great plan, guys. But <laughs> if we can't do that, what could we do? Um, you know, like it's a matter of how drastic you want to go. Um, I want to go drastic. Well, I was going to say, like, you know, here's the thing. I, I we were talking about leading up to this game, like, you know, there was talk of maybe uh, Graves is out. And um, it turned out not to be true. But if Graves is out, you know, that's an opportunity to put Hughes in, you know. And it, and I get it. Like, they didn't take this opportunity in Game 2. And we kind of said this back in the, uh, the series with the uh, Rangers. Like, every game you wait to put somebody like that in is you're putting too much pressure on the young guy. Now you're putting more pressure on him. So, uh, Game 3. But here, here's what I think. You throw that all out the window because this Game 3 is you know, essentially the clinching game. You, if game two wasn't, game three is, let's not kid ourselves. We can go down How three nothing. How many times do we have to say so, must win in the last two weeks? Yeah, exactly. And I, I get it. Uh, you know, everybody, uh, you know, in every situation seems so big at the moment. But, you know, truly in this series, you can pull out a game and you're alive. And if you don't pull out this game, you are dead. There's no chance yeah. of coming back three nothing. Uh, almost none statistically in the NHL. And against the way the, the Hurricanes have been playing and the way the Devils have been playing, I would say even way less than that. So this is definitely a must-win. If that's the case, I say uh, go as radical as possible because these have not been close games. And what's more, you have uh, 
you know, seen the effort decline. You have seen your team just totally implode. Now, look, you push the panic button and you might get some random results and some of them might be, be bad. But then you ask yourself, what's worse than what you had? Uh, what is worse than losing the way we did tonight? I don't think much is. I would be in favor of doing any amount of subs, save putting Blackwood in. Uh, I heard Ruff say something today, like uh, when they were asking him earlier in the day who's in net, and he said, I don't know yet. I've got three choices, and I'll let you know. And he put Schmidt in, no problem there, whatever. You know, he, I hope yeah. he was talking about Chico Resch. <laughs> right? <laughs> Who is the third choice? I was thinking, I was, I was saying to my daughter. Up again? Yeah, I was saying to my daughters, we're watching it. Look, I think this might, this series might end with me seeing goddamn Mackenzie Blackwood in net again. Uh, you know, as we go I through the goalie that. carousel. I honestly still don't care which goalie we play. But for the sake of whatever, I guess change it up. I mean, whatever. It doesn't matter. Change that. Don't change that. I, I don't care. Um, Hughes, what are we waiting for? Game four, a meaningless game to put him in? Put him in. Definitely got to find a place for Hughes. You want to run seven defensemen? Okay. Severson actually was not that horrible tonight. So I, you know, I feel like we still can't take him out of the lineup, and he's scores is something that we haven't done. So we got to maybe run with seven defensemen. I got a bunch of forwards. I don't mind taking out a bunch of them. You know, um, we got about 12. Yeah, seriously. So any amount of subbing you can come up with, go for it. Because it doesn't even matter at this point. Make it as radical as possible. Um, you know, I guess you, you don't sit Wood tonight, uh, tomorrow because he scored tonight. Uh, but was he a dynamo? Was anybody? No, it almost doesn't matter. But for the sake of changing things up, yeah, change things up as radically as, as could possibly be done with the roster we have. Bobby. Yeah. I mean, the number one thing I keep thinking about is Luke Hughes, and not just because it's Luke Hughes and, you know, we want to see him get in there, but legitimately in this series, we can't get through the neutral zone. And one of his strengths is getting the puck up and into the yeah. forward zone. So it, it just seems like a no-brainer at this point. He's not. We're not putting him in just for fanfare. Like, this guy literally drives the game up the ice. So let's give him a chance. I would even go as far as to go the 7D, breaking up a third line, though, not the fourth. I think the fourth has been proven the last two uh, games. Best like, line. Absolutely. Leave them together. Absolutely. And then just whoever's on the third line, just make that interchangeable. As far as the rest, I don't know. You can bring in a Sharon Govich. You can bring Bokus back in. I don't know that it matters because when Heischer's not scoring, when Brass not scoring, when Meyer's not scoring, when Jack Hughes isn't scoring, and not even not scoring, not even yeah. just getting through, it's got to be the fewest amount of chances Hughes has in the whole playoffs. He's had more chances yeah. in every other game. So, and it seems it seems like something is definitely going on with this team right now. Like they just they they don't feel like any kind of cohesive unit. And you know maybe coming home will help. Maybe the crowd, like we said, will spark them a little bit. But yeah, I mean I think Hughes absolutely needs to be in this lineup. Uh, you know enough's enough. Let's see what you got. Uh, like you said, what the fuck are you waiting for? I mean, really? I mean, what are, what are you worried about losing? Getting asked to kick six to one? Really? Are you worried about losing five to one? If our I mean, lesson it, this year, if our main lesson is, you know, we got through the Rangers rivalry, emotional, got all that, and boom, we went up against like a team that's built for the playoffs, and we got our yes. ass handed to us, right? So this is what you need. To, if that's what we're really learning, if we're not learning from coming back from O two from the Rangers. We're gonna learn from this series. Then this is the series. You also want Luke Hughes to get a piece of, yeah, to know what it's like for next year because that's all they're going to talk about when we lose this series, is that we went up against a team that was more prepared for it, a more of a Stanley Cup contender. We don't even look like a Stanley Cup contender right now, 
And no. this is what we're going to fall back on next year when they have that drive behind them. So you might as well give them the experience. Mm-hmm. Tone? I would like. To, I mean, I I thought we'd see. I thought we'd see Luke like uh, third or fourth game of the last series. So I've been wanting to see him. Also, I don't know if we're going to see him. I would like to see that change. Definitely, I think you definitely got to go with Vanacek, um the next game. And I think, you know, uh, Schmidt's been great for them in these playoffs. But I think it's you know it's time to make that change. Um, you know, and I think we're going to win. I actually believe we're going to win the next game. I really do. I love I it. I love the positivity. Yeah, I think it's going to be 2-2. And if it's – who knows? I mean, Carolina is damn good. I don't know if we're going to come back in this series. I felt, you know, much more confident. You think they're going to win the next two games? I do, yeah. I really That'd do because I think fantastic. we're going to see a different team on that home ice, hopefully. And I just think – I don't know what – like the team you watched – like the team you saw the last two games, this was not the same Devils team this year. It was just yeah, but bad because... hockey. We have so many guys not contributing. I mean, I, I just don't understand, like – you know, even like Meyer, you know, he had some strong points tonight. He was, you know, he tried to he get in front of the net, but it's just, I don't know, Brat. My my Ooh. problem is Brat. as our confidence dwindles, Carolina's confidence goes up. Yeah. And that is going to be a huge problem. They have complete control of this series, and in no way, shape, or form do they think, and nor should they, right. that the Devils have, that we can't just control this game right. like, from start to finish. The kind of confidence, if they fall behind 2 nothing, they're not worried right. at all. And no. I mean, that's how Carolina you feel if you're a Carolina right now. Yeah. Carolina yeah. has played two just straight, solid games from the start to the from start to Absolutely. the end. I mean, it's been dominant. I mean, they're built like Bobby said for the playoffs. This yeah. is what they do. They, they, you know, they, and they have a damn good chance of winning the Stanley Cup this year. But yeah, you know, we have been even in the Ranger series just so inconsistent. Oh yeah. You know, like the we we had those you know the three games in a row that we you know pulled the second game three out of our ass game four and game five we played great got back to some of the same mistakes and sloppy hockey again like this team is you know after it's all said and done you know Tuesday night when we're you know doing the show and you know kind of doing our farewell to the devils cuz i honestly think we're <laughs> going to get sweet, swept huh? yeah oh absolutely okay. i have in no way shape or form do i feel any type of confidence or anything that i honestly think that the next game might even be fucking worse uh you know i just it, it i i know that it's not the popular view and you know no devil fan wants to hear that but what has anybody seen to make you think otherwise um so I, i'm just it was a great season. They were definitely ahead of, you know, this is what we're going to talk about. Like, I'm not, if we lose this series, yes, it's going to suck. It's the post-playoffs preview is what you're giving us, right? Yeah, now. it's going to suck, and it's going to, you know, it's going to hurt for a little while, especially if you get swept, especially if you're never even in any of these games. But, you know, this team is, a, you know, so the season that they had, beating the Rangers, it, it's a lot for this young team. And I just don't know if they can navigate the adversity of this deep playoff run like this. I just don't know if they can. I just think that they are very young. And I think that when they get their back against the wall, when they had their back against the wall in the Rangers, it was the Rangers. It was different. It was every, you know, they couldn't walk out of their house without people talking about that series. And it was everywhere. This is a little different. This, the whole thing just feels different. It just feels like we just ran into a fucking juggernaut of a brick wall. I'm still in hoping Carolina. they adapt. They've been so good at adapting all year long. Uh, this game, 
you could say no. They've adapted into the position of bitch. You know, that's what they've adapted into. <laughs> but, uh, you know, can they, you know, take the two games and come home and adapt? I would love to believe Tony over you, but if I'll tell you the truth, I could see it either way. I could see a path either way. What's the most likely path? Boy, don't ask me to bet my money on it because I don't know what I'd do. I will say tonight the thing- was the first time this, and even with the Rangers when we were down 0-2, zero, zero and I, I am confident that we can win the next two games. I don't know if we're going to, but I will say tonight was the first night I sat there and I said, we're not a Stanley Cup, we're, we're not a Stanley Cup team. Like the yeah, first time like I really thought that was thing. sitting there tonight. Yeah, yes. Like I've watched the other series. I've been watching a lot of these games, and I'm like, these – when we look bad, we look so fucking bad. So bad. Yes. We have not lost a close game in these playoffs. No, no. we haven't. You no, know, no, we haven't lost a fucking we didn't we haven't lost a three it? two, Five, a four three game twice. Twice. Three times. Three three, three times. times. So what's that? Yeah. It's fifteen to three right All day. Now. Actually, <laughs> all day from between both series we've lost uh Four games, five to one, and one game, six to one. That's a lot of goals. So man. twenty-six goals against in your losses. Twenty-six to no. four. Twenty-six. Twenty-six to four. Yeah, and and that and yeah. you know why do I feel like we have no shot in this? And it's exactly what we talked about in the last series. We talked about in the last show, dude. Where the fuck are our superstars? Where are our top line players? No. Where is Tatar? Where's Hala? Where's Palat? Where's Heisher? Where's fucking Brat? I'm done with Brat. Not I seriously. Where's their points, right? Where's their decent shot on goal? Yeah, like a real anything. Scoring chance. The chances like in this game were minimal. Minimal chances I'm, this game. I think I said it to you guys tonight. When Lazar stands out the most to you, yes, yeah, game, that's a that's a problem, and not nothing against well, Lazar, but that's when you said to yourself, "Damn, man, we are," you know. Tom Fitzgerald in this off season really has to get this team some more muscle. Um, you know, you got to get somebody in there. I, I again, you know, talk about just how different does this team look if he's able to lock up Matthew Kachuk over the summer last year. Um, you know, I, I like to see this Timo Meyer on this team for a full season. I was always like, you know, I'd like to keep Meyer over Brat, but if we have to choose one, you know, I'm okay with you know Brat going. Now I, I don't want Brat on this team. I seriously don't. Chris, I like, can't I'm imagine him ever having a good playoffs in the future. No. Who's our what, goal what's leader that, Tony? right now? In the playoffs. Who's our goal Who's leader? The most goals, right? Is a Hall, right? Hall. Yeah, yeah, I think Hala. he has four. You look at so Hall has the most goals for us. You look over at Florida. Kachuk has is it five goals and ten assists? Mm-hmm. This guy. I mean, I mean you, we need and, a couple and look of those at Seattle. Guys. I mean, they have two. like. I think 16 guys have scored goals in Seattle on the Kraken so yeah, far. That's crazy. I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean our guys have just not shown up. Uh, you know, it can't be the Jack Hughes show, and he can't try and do everything on his own. I get that why he wants to. When he does, um, he does you know, flips on the ice. Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> now he's fucking twirling, twirling, twirling <laughs> towards freedom. I just, I'm like, I, I just, I'm so disgusted. It's just what a piss poor effort. Unbelievable. It was hard to watch I don't know. tonight, wasn't it? That third period, it was like, oh, my God. That was the worst playoff game to watch in, in the whole uh, run so far, and it yeah, was up so at, bad. I thought game one was the worst playoff game to watch, and then we had game two. Right. Um, I'm know. literally on the record Sunday night. <laughs> with one of my buddies saying, like, listen, you know, it can't be worse, so don't worry about that. <laughs> he right back, like, somewhere in the third period, he's like, what's that about? Can't be worse? I'm like, holy shit, it's worse. I just, yeah, it's I just, worse. 
You know, I, I will not say it again. After this, I'm done. Even if by some miracle the devil's advance, I will not use my two-game loss analogy and learning anymore. That's over. But I really thought that they would just <laughs> learn more as they go from these ass beatings. That and, was you know, my premise for this. So it, it, there's, it's it was deceiving too, wasn't it, Bob? Because the first couple minutes, the devils came out flying. Those they first ten minutes, yeah. they had I to mean, do. That's what, but now, even if they rattle off the next four wins... All right, and make it to an Eastern Conference final. I don't think they were even close to being a Stanley Cup. They go this team against the Panthers. Uh, they'll get their fucking on. asses I'll tell you the kicked. Truth. You would change your mind yeah. if they found some way to come back against this great Hurricane team. Hurricanes have been playing fantastic. So if the Devils were to somehow turn things around, that would be quite an accomplishment, which would give them a new level of respect. You know, does anybody really believe that that is the most likely scenario? Um, you know, I like Tony. He said he can see it. He doesn't know if it's going to happen, but he thinks it's going to happen. And I, I'd, well, I'd like to believe that too as a fan because I think the bottom line is, yeah, maybe seventy-five percent of us don't believe that that's going to happen, and Tony does. The bottom line is, it really matters what those guys in the locker room think. Yeah, you know, that's uh, what I'm worried about. Right? Do you think yeah, that they're exactly. as demoralized as they've been ever? I feel like they might have to be. I mean, yeah. maybe I, I can't be in their heads. I don't know. I think there's a difference I, between losing and I think with these guys, you have so many guys slumping that it's such a yeah. heavy cloud over the, you know, you, okay, you know, we, okay, we lost two games. Sometimes you lose two games out of bad luck, but you're losing right. because you got seven or eight guys who just aren't producing. And I think that's the worst part about it because that really yeah. is a double ended, to me, you know, it's like a, you know, it's just bad. It's the bad yeah. karma going around the locker room right now, I'm sure, with that. Absolutely. A lot of guys looking at each other going, man, when are you going to put one in, you know? But there's a bunch yeah. of Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, and yeah, I mean, look, when you're making Freddie Anderson look like Patrick Waugh, and, you know, it's just, this yeah. is not, you know, the fucking, it's not Igor Shosturkin. You yeah, can you you beautiful. should be able, he played very well tonight but he saw everything there was nothing in front of him uh, you know the guys and look it's a lot of what Carolina is doing and the way that they play I don't just want to sit here and shit all over the Devils you have got to give the credit to the Hurricanes sure. they're a damn good team sure and have deserved these last two wins um, but you know you kind of feel like you look at those games we played in the regular season they were all. I believe they were all pretty close, and we won. I think we won what? We won two, and we lost to one. And even one of our losses, I think, was in overtime right, against them. We so we played them really well in the regular season, and you know maybe you got to harken back to that. Maybe you got to. I don't know. I don't know what answers there are. I'm not the fucking coach. And you know we said in the last uh, couple of shows, this is the time of year that coaching really does come into play and is really important. Well, you know, Lindy. You know, you got nominated for the Jack Adams, and that's for regular season, and I get that. But now you got to start, you know, all your crazy boggle the lines bullshit. Now you got to try and come up with something that fucking works. I, I feel like this, I have no this time he he doesn't even have too many op- Like you asked before, and I'm like, I don't know, change it up radically, it doesn't matter. And the reason I say it doesn't matter is everybody is getting beat on their one-on-one battles. Everybody's getting beat in the areas it makes the most difference. Along the boards, behind the net. You know, in front of your net, like we're getting beat so hard in those one-on-one battles that what are you going to do about that? Like there, that's not that at some point, the one-on-one effort, you can't coach out of that, you know, and, uh, you know, maybe I'm wrong and that's why great head coaches are great. They find a way to do that. But it looks to me like 
maybe some of what Tony said makes a lot of sense. They're they're in this whole collective funk, uh, maybe almost blaming each other at this point for their own lack of success and a, and a negative, you know, vicious circle. But you know, they need to do something to start believing and start, you know, really uh, putting forth their individual best efforts. You know, and yeah. I haven't seen that well, yet. As uh, you know, Sunday is going to say it all. You know, if they come out and they pull out a win, that will change a lot of what's going on. Some of these guys pop out of a slump. If you know, he sure gets one. Meyer gets one. You know, I, I maybe maybe things can turn. I don't know. I just right now I have no confidence. Yeah, and I don't. I really don't like the three thirty start. There's just something about Devils no. historically playing in the afternoon. That just worries me. I know it doesn't matter game to game, but it just does. You're right, Bob. I don't know what a record is, but even like regular season just, going back yeah. years and years, I always felt like no the afternoon effort. game was the kiss of death. Yes. Everybody's like half asleep. I can't explain why the Devils are the more asleep team than their opponents, but it seems like it's always that case. And I have no stats to back that up. It's just I, my personal memory is always afternoon games and the Devils suck. Exactly. But, you know, maybe they turn it around here because everything else has been upside down. Listen, it is going to be nice for them to have a full house of the proper red. Not that Hurricanes red. I'm sure there'll be a spattering. That's going to be nice for them. There's going to be energy, although not as much as a night game. Um, and hopefully they at least, you know, show some life. But I think It's anybody, got check time. Yeah, it's got check time. I think anybody who's watching the last series and this series, if you are being realistic with yourself, when they were down 0-2 to the Rangers... There was a lot of weird things that were happening. There was momentum that was just throwing everything in the Rangers' way. When it was down 0-2, I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, I knew they were going to win. You know, I was kind of confident, but I was also looking at, well, you know, 0-2 sucks. Really hard to do. Uh, this, this looks different. This looks like a team that is not going to allow us to get back in this series. Yeah. I felt exactly the same way as I do right now after the second game in the Rangers series. I did. I was disgusted. I, I felt like we we're going to get fucking swept. So, so maybe that's just, you know, the pessimist in me and, so you know, the sky is falling all the time. Say we're gonna get swept. I, I'm just saying, like, we looked bad against the Rangers in those two first two games. We looked no really bad. You know, everything, like, you know, that got us there was like, you know, our, our star goaltender gets fucking pulled. It's like, you know, this guy's, you know, this guy won 30 games for us and he completely collapsed in the playoffs. You know, the only goal we got in game one was a fucking uh, There's one a, a penalty shot, you know, by Hughes. Like, things right. were really, really bad. Um, and it was gut check time on game three, and they came through, and they were able to pull it out. But you're right. There is something that feels different about well, this Well, there's series. a major difference in that, in all honesty, in those first two games, the Devils did not play their game, which they could have done through the Rangers. Carolina is preventing us from playing yes. our game. And also, five on five. The, you know, the, the Rangers kind of destroyed us on, on penalties. And yes. Carolina's destroying us on 60 minutes of ice. And yes. five on five, power play, penalty kill, they are winning every battle there. And that's the biggest difference. The Rangers, uh, if you took away their power plays, those were close games. And maybe yeah. some of them, the losses wins. I think we said uh, we dominated by so us. That's really easy to see. Okay, fix yeah. this penalty situation, fix up the power play, uh, the penalty kill, and we're right in this thing. That's true. What do you, yeah, what do you fix? Here you what gotta you fix. fix you gotta you... fix everything, and you gotta fix everything. Uh, everything I think on the individual one-on-one battles, and I think that's a harder fix because Carolina is a better uh, puck support, pull together, uh, fight those hard fight uh, battles team than the Rangers. The Rangers 
have guys who are not going to put up much of a fight, stripping the puck from them like Panarin and others who are, you yeah. know, they're, you know, they're, they they want to score and they really don't play care about playing good team defense. Patrick Kane was not going to do that to you. Uh, I look at the Carolina Hurricanes and I go, those guys are all committed to team defense. They're all playing well. None of them are, are flashy, going to take chances, don't care if it costs my team. They are playing a very good, responsible game. So you're going to have to bring it to them on a one, like man-on-man level, and you're going to have to thump and hit. We have not seen well, any double hitting this series. So it's I, doable, but let we have to change a lot. I, I also think there's one thing that could possibly change the way Carolina plays, and that is get the lead, score first. Make them play a different, make them have to score some goals. Right. Don't make the, you know, play play responsible defensively. You get a goal, you get a two-goal lead. Carolina's not locking it down. They're opening it up more. Does favor us a lot more. That first goal is everything. And I think that maybe you get that in game three. Maybe you get the first two in game three. You get Carolina to have to start chasing a little bit. Maybe you can open things up a little bit. Maybe. I agree, Um, but, I mean, look at the amount of shots, and better yet, the amount of chances they're getting. That's going to be really hard to get the first two goals in a game when you're getting, like last game, one shot in over a a whole period of play. No, God. And, you know, you cannot take that lead in that situation. So, you know, a lot has to change for that situation to occur, which I agree with you. It'd be awesome to take the lead. I think right now we've given them, given them so much confidence that I don't mm-hmm. know what lead is going to be enough to feel like we're in the same amount of control as we were being up one nothing on the Rangers. I feel like the Carolina knows they can score on us. Well, the other difference with the Rangers series as opposed to this one is Rangers got up 2-0 and thought they were going to walk all over us. They right. felt that they can just stroll in and do whatever. Rod Brindamore yeah. is going to make sure that those guys do not get like They that. don't have a You're collection right. of up. superstar he prima will, donnas. No, and he will tell – they said in the uh, um, broadcast, and I could not agree more, you watch Carolina, it's like watching 12 Rod Brindamores on the ice. And they do. They play just That's fucking too like many men did. penalty right there. Right. <laughs> no, I know too, what you meant. You know, the forward yeah, core is hard-working two-way players. They, yeah, the two-way players, they battle all the time. They win all those board battles us against us. Like, we look just small little boys today that got pushed around. Absolutely. And, you know, a lot of teams can do that to us, but we're able to use our speed to negate that, to not get caught in those situations. We are not able to do that. Um, yeah, I, I don't. I have no no faith right now. I hope to God they turn it around and uh, you know, game three they pull it out and they can make a series out of this. But man, it's it's looking fucking bad. I do yeah, like Brendan though, You know, he looks like he's doing I a lot like of smelling salts over there. Con, he looks, I looks jacked. <laughs> but, uh, What's up, do, Bob? You know, so I'm just wondering what you guys think. Like, how much of an advantage, or at least additional advantage? They're coming for you. Son of a oh wow! Bitch. Chris Hansen comes out of the closet. You know, <laughs> to have the last change at home and maybe to free up Jack a little bit. You think it's going to be significant, marginal? Like it should help yeah. at least some, right? To do some double shifting, not just Jack too, but other guys. But I mean, is it is it going to help? It shouldn't hurt. I know. No, I mean, hurt. it can't hurt. What's your confidence? Like, does it? I don't have any confidence right now in this team. Yeah. I don't. I, I, I hope they don't roll over, but it just... 
I have no confidence. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to sit here. For the first time all year, I'm with you. I'm at 0%. I told yeah. you. <laughs> I'm not going to sit here and blow smoke and say, you know. I wish uh, we had know, a two-day two break. I wish we, this game was a Monday night. Uh, yeah, they, they, I agree. They, I would love to have the two-day break right now and just try and to reset. That's another thing. That's another thing. Like, how these guys played a lot of hockey and, you know, a lot yeah. more than Carolina. They haven't had any kind of rest. Even if you look at that Florida-Toronto series, I think they have, like, four days off or something uh, in between the games two and three. They're like, we don't have that. We're rest. playing every other night. Um, but, again, you know, that shouldn't be an excuse. I'm just saying that, you know. It's a factor. I, I don't. Yeah, it's it, a factor it, maybe it's a factor. And tough games. They're yeah, not in these this, games. No, no. It, it, it just, it, yeah. I mean, uh, you can go on some other podcasts and listen to people talk about how this team's going to turn it around and all this other. You know, we're not going to bullshit our listeners. It's the fucking truth. There's nothing that you can see in these two games that can give you any kind of confidence that, you know, like you said, Dan, you're right. We got on this show after the first two games of Ranger Series. Like, guys, stay the fuck out of the penalty box. You know, stay out of the box. Don't make those stupid penalties. We can play with these guys five on five. Now we can't play with these guys five on five. I, you know, and just to be clear, I think they can, but you know, it's it's not a a simple fix like that, right? It's it's no, going to be right. everybody's going to look at their game and go, I have not been playing hard enough. I'm going to, you know, throw more hits. I'm going to not be muscled off the puck. I'm going to give a shit like my life depends on it, and that's that's asking a lot from a lot of people. Um, if they can do that. And, and find some success from that, there is a path, there is a chance. But, you know, like, if you guys want to go around and put percentages on it, I don't even know if I want to play that game because, I don't know, man, I'm looking at single digits myself right now. I hate yeah, to, I hate I to say that. that I hate to say it, We're but it's, it's there. It's there, you know. We want yeah. it just as much as anybody who's listening to this show. We want to eat, I'll eat crow if they come back. Like, it's great. But just realistically, I'm telling you, like, there's not an aspect of their game right now that shows me they're about to break yeah. out. Right. There's nothing to feel good about. There's really not. You know, everything from goaltending to every forward, every defenseman, there's nothing to feel good about. And yeah, that I sucks. Felt a little, uh, you know, when we had the, when we did, was it, we had a two, a two man advantage. And again, twice in the playoffs this year, it's happened to us. When we yeah. didn't score on this big opportunity, I always feel, and, you know, I'm always like, oh, man, uh, this is going to be a downfall. Down. I always yeah. remember this point because it seems like a turning point in every game. We, we can never take advantage of that. It's been a yeah, but time. at least they didn't come right down and score on us afterwards. That's usually <laughs> exactly. what happens. Yeah, I mean, ah, boy. So do you guys think? Now, so? Do you guys think Toronto's screwed? I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I want to say I hope so. I've not been pulling for Toronto. I'm uh, not pulling for Florida though. I got something I'll play I mean, for you. I'm sure you guys have heard this already, but this was uh, Samson off after the game. Yeah, yeah. Vlovsky is playing at the level he's playing at in the series. Do you feel like that's a challenge to you? You have to raise your game. Or? I don't give a. F- why not? It doesn't matter for me. I'm doing my work. He's doing his work. I don't give That's a good. fuck. I love it. It's yeah, like, you know, it. just, you could just see his face frustrated. They, uh, yeah. I think um, they have, the, what's his name? is going to be out for, uh, Nice is going to be out for two or three, game three and four now after that hit. I think the opposite of Toronto will be, like, we're, we're, they're going to be the opposite of us. I think they are going to benefit by going on the road. Mm-hmm. And I think we're going to benefit by coming home, but uh, things aren't looking good for either us or Toronto right now. Um, you know, Florida is just at a different level. I mean, they're they're just playing amazing hockey. Uh, they're a scary team, and they're a team that looks like they're going to win the Stanley Cup. They're right now. I would say my pick to win the cup. 
They got to get to the Kraken first. Sorry. Kraken I love to see Dallas Seattle beat them. I'm right? so happy to see yeah, they had that series at least 1-1. Uh, the dream is alive. If the Devils falter, which it's looking likely, I'm you ever pulling feel for like, them. Does anyone else think like this? Because I know I do. Uh, I watch this Devil team, and I'm like, man, I wish we were in the Western Conference. Yeah, like, we could play wide open hockey with these teams, and you know, like it's like we're in this. They could play in this, you know, the fucking Rangers and Shesterkin, and now Carolina and their stifling defense. Buffalo's it's like, gonna be our, there in the uh, next year or two. I mean. Buffalo's going to be a good team, but like you know, the West is so much more wide open. Yeah. It's like, man, we could we could skate you know, all around against these Western teams. In the East, they all do um, their best ninety-five Devils impersonation exactly. come playoff time. They got scores, but they commit to team defense, and it's what it's going to take to get through. Definitely, yeah. Just and, and look, sorry, I was going to say it's just funny that they just don't get as much shit as we got. When they oh yeah, nowadays oh, nobody no. was we complaining were like about the it. Bane of the hockey world. Yeah. But watching that TNT broadcast, they're yeah. like, "And their neutral zone play has been great." Yeah. Okay, wait, trendy. rewind, because you know, guys are old as us. They remember it. This is almost criminal. What I'm watching, what's going on to these poor Red Wings, as the Devils just won't let them through the neutral zone. It's yeah. so bad. You know, this is what I was hearing back then. Now it's like, oh, this is great neutral National zone play broadcast. from the. Ugh. Yeah, you know, it's just the way. It, but you know there there is uh, you know some irony there, but also some truth that it, this is what it takes to win. It this is it hasn't changed. The Devils actually discovered that they did a great job against the Rangers, locking it down, playing the neutral well, that's zone what I was just when say. they had to. The, and and the it Devils can, do that. can play. The Devils it can play. Requires a lead, like you said. Yes, you have to score first. You have to you know get in Freddie Anderson's kitchen, get a fucking garbage greasy goal. You know, and not too hard. Not defense. too hard to do. I'm sorry, Freddie yeah, Anderson's very. He's, he's not just Sturkin. Beatable. No. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and we're making him look like fucking Patrick Waugh. It's not, you know, enough. This team's got to wake the hell up, and they have the guys to do it. But my problem is, and where I also have less confidence is, our guys haven't been here all playoffs. You know, when we needed the big mm-hmm. goals, you know, Palat and Tatar and McLeod showed up, but our top six. Has been dog shit now. in these playoffs. That's two and Absolute weeks in the regular season. Dog right? shit. I saw Carolina yeah. paying close attention to those guys too. Like that team is well coached. I saw Palat had guys all over him tonight, and anytime he had a chance to get the puck, they were smothering him. And you can say that about the whole team, but I think they were kind of letting some of our guys who don't ever do anything get a little bit of room and just trust that they're not going to do anything with it. Like Brat, and um, I feel like they Carolina is really playing a very good game. They identified our our troublemakers, you know, the guys who have been scoring. There's not too many of them. And um, they're doing a good job at covering them. That's why you've seen, like, so far, Plot, Halla, very quiet. So, you know, Caroline's been paying attention. Um, and it's time for other people to step up. We've said that before. I don't I don't know if it's going to happen. I hope so. Uh, well, we got Sunday. Th- yeah, Sunday, 3.30. And, you know, yep. we'll see how the hell it goes. What else can you do? So Absolutely. All right. Anything else anybody wants to talk about tonight? Uh, I don't know. What, what other games going on right now? What this. do we got? I don't want to talk about this fucking game anymore. Is there another know, Bobby, game on right now? Got to give a shout Three out. games on tomorrow. Yeah. Oh three yeah, on tomorrow should be fun. Tonight. We got three tomorrow. Cool. All right. Yeah. All right. What do you so, got, Bobby? Occasionally shout we out. break right off of yes. hockey and Devils in particular, and I would like to give a shout out to Matt Harvey, formerly of the New York Mets, retired today for having a bit of a rough career. The guy got um, got a bad rap, but uh, if you're a true Mets fan, this guy g- 
gave his all back a couple years ago. I don't know if anybody watched any of this thing, but, you know, uh, 2015 World Series, he was just dealing. You know, he came back. He argued to come into the ninth. He's a pitcher? Yeah. He's okay. a starting pitcher. He, he came back and argued to go out into the ninth, and uh, they wound up blowing that World Series game because oh, he had yeah. a crummy ninth inning. But, you know, he was a warrior. He wanted it. The closer had blown the two games previously. He gets a bad rap for kind of coming back out with his pitch count and all that crap. And I just think that's the type of player I always want to see on my team. So just shout out to Matt Harvey. I still love you, buddy. He was a hell of a player. Um, too bad his career got cut short. But yeah, well, get that out. All right. Yeah. What do you guys right. about the PK Subban? What's going on with what him? About? Yeah, what is going on with PK? Uh, so apparently he was he fat shamed uh, somebody I don't know who this person is. Uh, I guess it's a was that uh, the Lizzo uh, comment? So you can't yeah. even say if someone's fat anymore. I mean, I'm well, sure. He, he I'm said sure. he made he hang on hang on hang on. He made a comment like these guys need to pack a Lizzo sized lunch. Yes. Like saying, like you know that that whatever he meant by it, I guess that they have to show up for work. Like you know, I made said Lizzo. Lizzo apparently is is fat. I don't know this person. She's I a big never... woman. She's a big woman. Oh, she it's played... a woman. I didn't even know it was a woman. <laughs> yeah, she, okay. she plays the flute and she sings. Uh, I guess I don't know pop songs or whatever. She's. A big Wait, I gotta woman. look this. What? How do you spell this name here? L i z z o. But you know, to say you can't even say that somebody's fat anymore. I, I, so look, sad, Tone. Man. I don't know. I, I'm. Look, you know, it's a it's a knock on somebody's weight. I just I saw know, the clip cheap. of him say that, and uh, I saw some people like make a comment that uh, yeah, she's just a big woman. She's big. All right. That's big it, Dan. Woman. You canceled. <laughs> I, I, she's physically big. I'm not she saying is, she's I fat. Uh, you know, I mean, but anyway, like she, um, he, I saw that clip of him saying that, and the, the, somebody made uh, said something in the comments, made me look back at it, and going, maybe he's right. It looked like that was kind of set up, like he was almost being dared to say that, like on that set. Oh, really? Yeah, well, like that was like. Him. Yeah, no, because it was like it was like teed up like more than once by Butcher Gross, like I think it was, and um, I, you know, I don't know. I always felt like PK was the odd man out on that whole thing, so like I would not put it past those bastards who so you know, especially you know with Messi being all salty about, you know, his Rangers getting upset and in his mind at least, but um. Yeah, it, it's one of those things. He said he PK has been a little bit like loose of tongue. He's like kind of like yeah. the wild man kind of thing. So I don't know if this keeps him out of hockey. This you know, but whatever. Would he get in trouble for this? He, he, they're trying to kick him off of uh, the air for this. Everyone's like trying no. to cancel. And this is the thing is like yeah. I believe, and I don't know this, but I thought I was reading that was it Lizzo or Izzo? Lizzo with an L. L I Z O. Isn't she like I'm proud to be. Like I'm proud of this. Yeah, so, I think like, she has a song with lyrics that to that effect, uh, something I mean, like that. I can't remember what it was. Well, I mean, <laughs> I did, what what does what does Lizzo think about what PK said? Because I, I really I think don't that's know. Really, all that fucking matters. You know, but, I, I learned about yeah, her because she did a, body a uh, like a a flute battle with Will Ferrell. Did you ever see that? It was it was fucking yeah. hilarious because apparently yeah. this woman is like classically trained in the flute, but she's like a pop singer kind of woman. And uh, so then she'll break out the flute out of nowhere, a la um, Anchorman, right? So, right, right. Yeah, so they did like some kind of little skit with him doing jazz flute and her playing jazz flute. And it was really entertaining, kind of fun. Uh, you know, I know some guys are off-put by her, but, you know, it's not my style of music, but I get it. She's just a, an entertainer. 
I don't I mean, think I, PK meant any harm by it. I mean, whatever. I didn't hear the comment. I don't know this person. Um, mm-hmm. I, I know that, you know, yeah, PK is a little loose of tongue, but I don't think he's a, a, a mean person. I don't think he would say something to, you know, uh, just to kind of get cheap heat. Uh, I, I don't know. Maybe he would. Uh, but again, like somebody says something again, you know, we're getting into a whole, I don't want to get in a whole thing about cancel culture and whatever, but like, if he just said it like in without context, just being like, you know, making a fat joke, you know, maybe, yeah, you kind of got to be a little more aware. That's all. You know, you have millions of people that are watching. If you are not smart enough to know that before that comes out of your mouth that you might get some heat from that, you know, I don't know. You just kind of have to be a little bit more aware. Things are no longer, you know, it's not 1995 anymore. Right. You know, and people are. PK's always and, wanted a lot of attention, but he's always had a good heart, a lot of charity work and stuff. So, I saw this, uh, I was watching this, uh, I guess him and Peyton Manning now are doing something. He has a show on uh, YouTube with Peyton, and it, the first episode was on the other day, and PK went to Boston, he had this whole big thing with Ray Bork and stuff. It was only like 25, 20, 20 minutes, 25 minutes long, but it was very cool, um, you know, and I like PK. So, I, again, I didn't hear the comment. I don't know in what context it was said. I read about it real quick, and I just kind of thought it was just something stupid. I didn't realize he was actually getting serious heat for this. Yeah, but, maybe not. Hopefully not. You know, I told it blows over. I told Dan the other day, Bob, and uh, you know that you and I was I went back and I started listening to a lot of old O and A stuff. Mm. I just kind of wanted to jump back in and listen to some of this stuff. So, so then I kind of got just for anybody listening uh, when you say O and A. You're talking about Opie and Anthony's case. Maybe people are like, oh, yeah, that's ONA. They they did a radio show for years. Uh, Going back to what? Almost the 90s, I would say. No, like late 90s. Oh, yeah. Late 90s. Late 90s. They were on on WNEW. They got fired. They were off radio for like two or three years. Then they got hired by XM. And they did a show. And then there was a whole bunch of... Uh, I think uh, Anthony ended up getting fired. And then Opie got fired after that. Um, right. so I started, then now they hate each other, but so I started actually listening to a lot of Opie, uh, Anthony stuff. Well, both of their stuff, like Opie does his little podcast from his iPhone and his beach in, in the Hamptons. Is that what he's doing just, now? I remember he was doing a show with Jim Norton, but he's, he's doing a, well, okay. So, okay. so they had him doing the show with Norton. Right. And then I, so I was listening to a little bit of that and they just had on air beef. They, they hated started each hating other. each other. Norton oh, yeah. and Opie. I remember over yes. time, I, you know, I didn't listen to them religiously, but I remember they started coming into work, hating each other. They hated each yeah. other. So then they, they, they gave, I guess, Oh, Opie, his afternoon show that he had with, uh, you know, Carl, the Cuban and you uh, know, Sam uh, Roberts. And remember Sam and, Roberts? And, and, and then like Sam Roberts. Sam yeah. And, Jim now. and then, and then yeah. Sam and Jim have their morning right, show. Right. Right. So then, but then, then Opie got fired. Well, first Anthony got fired because he made those racist comments uh, about a woman at Times Square, uh, I guess had some beef. He had an argument with her. He made like, called her a savage and all kinds of right. shit. And they I fired him that. for that. Yep. So then, and now Anthony has a huge beef with Bill Burr, which is awesome. But anyway, um, so <laughs> then, uh, so so then, like, so I started like listening to the, the fights and like where this all came from. So Opie's just a bitter man right now. He just hates everybody. He's just bitter. Right. He wants to, you know, he gets out there and he talks about. I don't want to talk about any of this stuff. And then he talks about it for a fucking hour and how everybody did him wrong. So I started listening to Compound Radio, some of the stuff that Anthony does, uh, you mm. know, his show. And Anthony yes. has a real radio show. This 
fucking guy is Tucker Carlson if Tucker Carlson was allowed to say the N-word? I mean, really, this is how bad he's gotten. He's gotten I had, Bro, this isn't the same dude that we used to listen no. to on, on NEW. I mean, he is such a fucking bigot. And just nasty and unabashed, unashamed. He just hates black people. He yep. uh, mostly black women, but all black people. Uh, but holy shit, dude, you got to listen to this. Like, I know. I've heard like sad. secondhand stuff. I remember, you know, I was listening to Ron and Fez, and then of course when Fez died, you know, Ron did the show with his daughter, and I, I even once in a while I'll still check in with them and stuff. I I, I listen to that once in a while. Yeah, you know, yeah. I used to listen to that. You guys at work still have WSOU. Well, hang on, Tony. What, Bob? I would say I, I used to listen to them at work all the time. You know, Ron, Ron and, and Gale. And, yeah, Ron and yeah. Gale. And I'd be, I would always sit in my car and read and listen to them at the same time. Not often in my mind, I was always like, "Holy shit, she sounds so fucking hot." <laughs> and then I Google her one day. I'm like, "Oh my god, yeah." <laughs> she looks like daughter. she's got it. When you think that, you just have to remember it's Ron Bennington's <laughs> oh daughter. God. That's yeah. all you have to remember. Oh, it totally yeah. ruined everything. What were you saying, Tone? Sorry. Oh, do you guys still have WSOU there on Seton Hall to call that like the college pirate radio? Yeah, pirate radio. I mean, I maybe I don't know. Does anyone listen to regular radio anymore? Uh, Is that what, what's the number on that? Was it one hundred three something? I think it was point. They used to always like for me. They ninety point five. The That's Brookdale. Wait, it, at least in our area, ninety point five. Eighty nine point five. Yeah, it was 89.5. Yeah, it's pirate radio. WSOU. It was the Seton Hall. They used to play some good music. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So did like uh, the 106.3 before they got oh, yeah. uh, back in the day. They were really good too. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, dude, it's first of all, I was listening to a lot of the old stuff on ONA, and it was just hysterical. Dude, those guys were so freaking funny. Yeah. Uh, not not really Opie. He was not very funny. <laughs> it was true. But uh, and that was his problem, right? Like he wanted to be funny. He, he couldn't handle just being the straight man, right? Yes. He couldn't handle just let, sitting back and letting funny people do their funny shit. He had to just always fucking opie it up. And, you know, yeah. Ant was one of the funniest dudes on the planet. And I don't know what happened to that dude, man. He yeah. just, I guess, realized I'm people have to pay to listen to me. So I'm just going to now speak my truth. And he's, his truth is ugly, he man. Started his own, <laughs> he started his own network. So yeah, his own network radio. is like, it has that whole feeling of like a chat board where everybody's like a cult member of that purse. You know, it's not like just. So uh, he has yeah, like Proud Boy members radio? on and shit. Uh, oh, well, no, not anymore. <laughs> uh, not anymore. Uh, the so yeah, they used to be on XM, uh, a serious XM, but then they all got fired at different times. Now the one guy Opie does, like I said, a podcast from his iPhone, uh, and Anthony has an actual show that you have to pay. Like yeah. I think it's not uh, Bennington, Ron and Gail Bennington. Oh, they're still on serious. They're still on serious. Yeah. Yes. Opie had a big thing on, uh, like, did this big thing about how now XM's fucking with Ron Bennington, and I don't know what's going on he's with that. He's probably just starting shit. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. But, you know, he's like, they should put him on six hours a day and pay him millions of fucking dollars. He's the best guy on there. At least that's true. That was he always is. true. He, he was yeah. always the best of the four of them. They were always great. Uh, when you looked at them at the primes, Opie, Anthony, Ron, and Fez. I put Ron and Fez in that order, and then maybe maybe Ron, Anthony, Fez. Uh, Ron and Anthony together yeah. were some of the funniest radio absolutely. I ever heard. I love those yeah. shows, the Afro yeah, shows. Those, yep, absolutely. The, those those right, two Bob. together were absolutely hysterical. 
Mm-hmm. But yeah, I just wanted to throw that out there—a little blast from the past. It was yeah, fun, but I completely times. got sucked down the rabbit hole, man. And I just started, uh, and then I got into like the whole shit with Bill Burr and and Anthony. Yeah, I didn't know what that's about. Crazy. I no but I'll go back well, and listen to Ron and Fez's. Like, one some of my favorites. I probably got like twenty, thirty favorite shows that I will re-listen to. I love it. Like most of them yeah. are like Fez-centric meltdowns. You know, right? Whole, I don't know if you guys remember the K-Corn thing when he just blurted out k-corn out of nowhere like people talking no. and they just slow down the show like wait wait what did you just say <laughs> people people gotta stop blowing talking out their k-corns and like that's not a word dude that is not a k-corn word oh dude k-corn. all you gotta do is go to youtube and google k-corn and you got about i think it was this k-corn saga lasted two or three shows so you got like six or nine hours of this right. crazy shit and the, you know they had the I'm best callers and oh i loved it i loved it well, like him, him and Bill would go back and forth on the show with like right. their, you know, Anthony's racist shit, and Bill would kind of. But it was always in jest, you know. It was always yeah. kind of funny. And then apparently, um, when he got fired for making those comments, because Bill Burr's wife is black, she got really offended by it. And um, then, like Anthony had just mentioned something about Bill, like you know, oh, now he's pissed at me and stuff. So the his douchebag fan base went off and just started like trashing Burr, trashing his wife, being like, you know, complete racist shit. And then Anthony started doing it. And then I guess Anthony decided that when Bill Burr became, you know, the biggest fucking comic in the world that he kind of wanted to jump back on his coattails. And apparently they were having the Patrice O'Neill benefit show at Caroline's and Anthony showed up and tried to got drunk or whatever because he's always fucking drunk. He went up and tried to talk to Bill and apparently Club Soda Kenny Actually, so literally, Kenny. I forgot about that. Threw dude. threw Anthony literally out of car- out of the uh, comedy cellar. Oh like, shit! Literally, That's threw, because he's because... he's now Bill Burr's security. Right, but Club he worked with Anthony he's for a loyal years. Man. It, yeah, right? yeah, and uh, yeah. So I dude, it, it, it like it's crazy. Like it's like it's so like when all those dudes were in the studio, some of the funniest stuff yeah. in the world. And now that they all fucking hate each other, right. It's even funnier. Um, it's yeah, like going to any out. backyard in Long Island and watching a fight at a barbecue or something. Yes, exactly. You know? Which is always exactly. good times, definitely. You know, he's on, Ant's on there just, you know, going off, like how Bill Burr's just this woke piece of shit now and all this right. stuff. And I'm like, mm, maybe he just kind of grew up and you're still a fucking douche. You know, it's like, know. you know, it's like, you know, we're... Think about it. Like, Anthony is just, you know, he's a fucking Proud Boy member if he's never in radio. You know what I mean? He's just this fucking white trash racist. But anyway, I digress. I just wanted to throw that out there for you guys. Not for for our audience because nobody's going to care about what we're talking about. Oh, yeah. Tony doesn't. It's starting to get, like, extinct. Tampa had a radio war for, like, they had, like, the Bubba the Love Sponge versus the Cowhead for, like, 10 years and stuff. It was uh, a big thing there. You know, so it's, and, you know, I mean, even back when we were younger, like, didn't, was it? Well, am I right? But did Mike Francesca and the Mad Dog not even like each other when they did the show? No, they hated each other at the end. Yep. They did yeah. not get along at the end. I remember they listened to them and and uh, Francesca getting really annoyed with them. Like, well, I don't know what you're talking about, dog. You know, like it, it, it was be it was pretty nasty towards the end. And they went off and did their own shows. In fact, Mad yeah. Dog went to Sirius. I don't yep. know where Francesca went. I think he stayed at the He's fan still for a on, while. Yes. He's still on the yes network yes, now. He's, yeah. yeah, he does all his Yankee stuff and shit. But you know, Mad Dog's got his own channel on uh, on XM. When I was a kid, and, we used to uh, listen to them. All of my grandfather used to always put them on in the truck going up to Newark, and like 
you know, I was, it was cause I, they were on every day, I think Monday through Friday. And yeah, you know. I, I, I just couldn't, I can never handle Chris Russo. He just dri- drives me <laughs> fucking. Oh, this guy here, the, uh, the Yankees, the Yankees, you're going to talk about the Yankees. Oh, shut the fuck <laughs> up. That's like, a very good impression. Oh, I haven't heard him in years, though. I think I heard him oh, on Saturday not too long ago. but uh, Yeah, right before you got to Tampa, that's where Ron and Fez came from. They were part I've of the yeah, they were, That's right. They were from Tampa. They, were, they right. ruled Tampa. They were like, that was like the big thing. It was a pretty small market. And they're, you know, relatively, yeah. And then they came to NEW. Yep. And they were on 7 o'clock at night, and they were freaking hysterical. I went back and listened to some of those Ron and Ron shows. They were tough to listen to compared to the Ron and Fez days. I didn't like Ron and Ron. No. Um, no. Ron, like, and Ron and Gail's, I, I, I like Gail. I mean, she's she's all right. But there's no so Fez. I miss Fez. Oh, what? everybody misses Fez. You know, so you know, most female <laughs> DJs, that's why they get hired on the radio, because they do have, like, like I know, like, where bad we bubble, live. Bad bubble. Did you ever, I mean, we probably shouldn't talk about this stuff, but, you know, if you ever listen to Rockin' Robin Lane, right? She's got that, like, sultry, sexy voice. She sounds like... And then you see like her, she's, and she's, yeah. like, a monster. <laughs> and cut. This has been canceled. This is, we got to change the intro. All right, First so, of all, new show, Chris and PK. Chris, Chris and PK are going to do a show together. <laughs> no, I got I you. Mean, yeah, yeah, I'm just saying. Don't That's worry about it. Somebody will have to listen for, to this for it to exactly. be a problem. Exactly. <laughs> Nobody's listening. <laughs> but, but yeah, definitely try and check those out because like the the ones where they're fighting are just it's so uncomfortable, oh, you know. It. And it's like, love yeah, it. I love it too. Uh, Eastside Dave, Eastside Dave, Eastside he's, David McDonald. He was. He's still on the radio. I don't know what the hell he's doing. He's on the mornings on ninety five nine here. Really? I'm a rat. I had yes. no idea he picked up a yeah. job there. That's okay. I gotta yep. check that out because I haven't. I had no idea. But um, his his years with Ron Fez were fantastic. I love yes. that. That was crazy shit. It was a good time. Do you listen to the Sam and Jimmy show? No, I do. No, no. you yeah. do? Yeah, I have. Is it good? Um, since the playoffs started, I usually do. Now I listen because I NHL can't all the time, but. I just can't handle Norton sometimes. Like, it's just too much. He's you know? got his he's... characters. He stays and he does his characters. Even when you don't want to hear them, they're there. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it's like, I at least want to hear, like, I'm, you know, not like I I get offended. I don't, nothing offends me. I, I don't care about any of that. It's just too much sometimes. Like, you know, try just talking about something else. You, you know, know, when I'm I was just driving tired to the of... office and I would get a 20 to 30 minute window of them. It was religious for me every day, like it was when I was listening to O&A with right. an hour plus drive. Now that right. I'm home, working from home, and they're just kind of on the background, I almost don't even hear what they're saying. Yeah, so, yeah I, I don't really enough. have a pulse on the show. I haven't listened I to something them. funny in years. I'm, I, I've been listening to like the most boring podcasts in the world. That ours? Uh, I'm a, no, besides <laughs> ours. No, I, I like ours. I, I like ours because I don't listen that much. But, you know, like the ones I do listen to, um, it's almost like I'm punishing myself. I'm punishing myself. I'll listen to like the history of English podcast. And are you serious? I listen to kiss podcasts. Let me tell you something. If I if I played you like 10 seconds of this guy's voice, you'd be like, wait, you listen to this. And I'll tell you this. I've listened to probably 150 hours worth of this. And it, I don't know why. I don't know why I do it to myself. Um, I'll listen to like this other history podcast or these, 
this dork from Utah that puts on. It's it's awful. I don't know what I do. I don't know why I do this to myself. But You're a masochist. Lately, I have been. I, I'm look. I don't know what I'm doing, but it's I ha- can't find anything funny that I actually like. So I've been instead punishing this myself. guy. This is how every episode starts out. Right there. This this. Dun, 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 dun. I can sing this to you. Dun, dun. Welcome I to hate the History it. of English listen Podcast, a podcast about the history of the English language. This is what I listen to. This what? is episode 167. This is like the most boring topic in the history. Oh, hey, wait, wait, like, wait. why in God's name would you want to listen to a fucking the history of the English language? The next I know. Thing he he said so many useless facts. I know so many useless facts about <laughs> word derivations oh, now. I, I punish myself listening to this. This is what I did. Let's, wait, let's give it a listen. Hang the on. feel and rhythm of the language. It's something you probably don't think about when you speak, especially if you're a native speaker. But all languages have their own rhythm and cadence. Is this like the first and one? English is no exception. Yeah. Uh-uh, this and is episode 167. Oh, I haven't gotten there yet. I have gotten through 167 episodes of this. Yes. Now, Dan, do you write fan mail to him? Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no. But I did, like... I had to Google him, like, where is this motherfucker from, you know? And I and I was like, wow, this guy is as dorky as I thought he was, you know? It was pretty bad. He's from Nebraska. Um, oh, and even his fucking from titles, from even South. his titles, he uses, like, fucking douchey, uh, like, uh, spell check stuff, like, you know, spelling errors to, like, you know, approximately English, like, because people, I guess, say approximately instead of approximately. So he's just like a, he's just a fucking uh, well, he's English not, douche. Yeah, but he's like, a, he goes over, like, why certain words are the way they were, are. He's not so much like, yeah. Does anyone I'm care not, I find that? myself defending him. I don't know why. Um, it's really awful. Are. It's an awful show. It's, it's How did you find this? A pain, agony, I don't know. <laughs> I wanted to punish myself one day. What uh, else do you listen to? Um, it's, it's, you know, th- this, this one is even more douchey because this guy mm. I just talked about is a straight up nerd, but this guy, he's a rock and roll Utah history professor. Oh no. That sounds like the recipe for, dis- think about it. I'm, I'm a rebel history professor from Mormon. Utah. <laughs> right. Uh, obviously. What, what uh, show is this? It's called history that doesn't suck, man. And it's so bad. <laughs> it's, it's so bad. It's the most uncomfortable, awful stuff. I am is dragging. is man in that is really in the or did you no, add the man? I added that. I added okay, so history, it's that, history doesn't that doesn't suck. Right. Oh my god. He'll try to abbreviate it like suck. like H uh, T D S. I guess he'll say you know like like anybody gives a shit. Dan, like, don't feel know. bad. There was like a ten year period where I would like come home at night and watch uh, this TV event and I'm not religious at all but I would just oh, watch oh wow with people and became addicted by Carrie Gold. Yeah. you can make those yeah he does that hey, you want to hear it with Professor Greg Jackson yeah Action Jackson yeah at least for a while at least for the 160 years oh, since he sounds the metal address. that's not him <laughs> And I think that that's that's, that's part not of even him. Oh, it might be a guest. Maybe together some kind of traditional. It's very loud. Yes, yeah. comes out I'm of sorry. a community. It's terrible. Okay, it is bad. So, 
Bobby, what but, uh, show you yeah. do you have one of now these shows? People are listening to a podcast within a podcast as if they weren't yeah, pissed I enough know. listening to us. Well, I w- I'm curious. <laughs> what what at TV Evangelist were you watching, Tony? Oh, Benny. I can't remember his last name. Now, we used to watch him every night. I would just, I don't know what Benny it was. Hanna. Benny Hanna. Like I said, I am totally. Benny and the Jets. Totally not a religious dude, but I would just sit there and it was fascinating because people would walk <laughs> up and he would touch them and they'd fall back. And this was all yeah, like, yeah, every yeah. Saturday night, I think. Right. Um, and it wound up where like I would I remember like before it would come on the next that next week I'd be like we, we got to get home <laughs> you know that, yeah. that Jesus guy is coming oh, on yeah. TV and, now, really and he had like a, a number on the television people are yeah. calling and just giving him money left well, and right well they pulled right. him off the air and I was actually kind of like fuck man you know like what happened yeah <laughs> but yeah they pulled yeah, him off the air or something you know um, no a TV evangelist know, was scamming right? people out of money he actually said something scam. bad about Lizzo that's what happened exactly yes yeah. Maybe he said something about PK Subban. Yeah, could have been. Could have been either. Uh, what a fucking mess, poor PK. Yeah, I hope he works his way out of this one. Learns yeah, from his uh, mistakes. I, I we'll saw see. some of the comments online. It was like they gotta fire him right now. Oh, the people there's like twenty of them. Like you, you know, know like going to ESPN has fired people for you know stuff like that. So that is kind of iffy. I, I do have an issue with people getting fired because of something that they say. If they say something offensive, give people fucking chances to redeem themselves. You don't cut a guy's or anybody's. So what you're saying off. is Fox should hire Tucker Carlson back immediately. See, He's Tucker too busy. Carlson. Oh, oh, oh. Wait, wait, Tucker wait. Carlson. Tucker Carlson is a special kind of douchebag. Tucker Carlson is filled with hate. It's the bow tie clause to that. It's yeah. the bow tie clause. Like PK Subban tried to make a joke. It might not have been funny, but he tried to make a joke. And I think when you do say something in a joke, it, it needs to be taken differently. Tucker Carlson was just a hateful person that spread hate speech on fucking national TV. I totally agree. That's with you. a I problem. See a difference. I see a difference. Yeah, there's too. a huge difference. You know, I mean, you, you make a joke, you make a joke. It's not like he went out there and said, Lizzo's a fat slob, blah, blah, blah. No, he made a stupid joke, a Lizzo-sized lunch. Right. You know, if it's a big person, big person probably eats a big lunch. We get it. It wasn't that funny, but he tried well, also, to make it like, funny. Well, also, like, she's a large person, so if, if it's a Lizzo-sized lunch, he could have meant this. The, the lunch itself is as big as a person. And right. That, and that, that, but, you know, anytime you're explaining your joke to try to get out of trouble, it's a bad place. But then again, P.K. Subban played defense in the NHL. He's not a fucking stand-up comic. It's you know, true. he's not. So I get it. You know, he, he made a stu- he made a stupid comment. You don't fire a guy for that. Let him come out and say, "All right, I fucked up. I tried to make a joke. It wasn't funny. Sorry." And you move on with your fucking life. You know, right. we can't be sitting here getting obsessed with firing people because they said something that offended your virgin little ears. Everybody wants a hard rule to go by because it would be make life so much easier. But like, there isn't because even if we had said, "Oh, if it's meant in jest, you got to let it go." Yes and no. I mean, this guy's making uh, what he thinks is a really funny Holocaust Holocaust joke. That's probably going to be really hard to get over on. Yes. you know that it's just. One of those things that it's hard to have a rule about what what flies and what doesn't, you know? You know, yes. I I mean, I'm talking a joke that you can, you know it's a joke, you know? When something comes from a hateful place, even though you try and put a funny spin on it, you still know, you know, it takes a certain person to make jokes like that. Like Anthony's stuff. Like he tries to say, oh, it's all a joke. I'm only joking. Yeah. You know, so, no, you're not though. You believe these things. You just try and put a fucking... A, 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 a hue of, of laughter into it because just because you think it's funny, right. it's not funny. You and know? I remember That's them the having thing. a conversation like this on Ron and Fez once. So they, they said to Fez, like, 
you know, you think you can make anything funny. Can you make a rape joke funny? So they gave him the job of making a rape joke that was funny. And I don't even remember what the joke was. And God forbid I tell it here. But if I did remember, I would tell you that it didn't really land. And somehow he got away with it. Shocking. Yeah. Shocking. It was a long time ago. My proper English tapes. Oh, God. Yeah. I mean, he lost a bet once and had to dress up as uh, baby Hitler. Remember that one? He was, oh, my God. That was yeah. so funny. So they, they did some wild stuff at a time That's where a great... they were, Bennington would tell you there's no way he would try that today. Uh, with Gail, not because she's his daughter, but because it just wouldn't work today. No, no. The times you know, change. It's, yeah. a, it's, a, it's a different world. You have to be a little bit more aware. But yeah, I also absolutely. think you can't overcorrect to the point that somebody says something that just you find offensive and they should lose their fucking job. They should lose their livelihood. Like, we got to... You know what it is? Like, and this is a big problem in this country. And we can get into this, you know, on another podcast. But, uh, cool. you know, nobody fucking talks to each other. Like, that's the problem. You know, nobody fucking talks. Nobody listens to each other and actually gives a shit about, you know, making things fucking better. One side just blames the other side. The other side blames the other side. It's just a fucking mess. I don't know what you just so. said. I didn't listen to you. Exactly. Right. See? I'm this an American. I don't listen to you. Done. Sorry, I don't no. listen to you. And if oh, you yeah, don't too busy think... Texting. Yeah, and if you, don't, if you don't automatically think the way that I think, well, then you're just an asshole, yeah, you know? that's true. That's true. So, you know, there's no... Growth in that. Mm-hmm. That's all I, I am with you. say. Yeah, no, right. I, I think we covered all the world's problems tonight. So, I mean, I we started agree. with the, the problem of the New Jersey Devils and how they got to this low point in the series, but I think we've actually solved much more than their problems. We've solved I all agree. the world's problems, and the world is a better place for this podcast. And the Devils need to solve their problem on Sunday at three thirty. That's right. Oh, nice segue, Tom. Yes. I love it. Yeah, Look no, at it you. Bring it all God home. damn it, man. Yes, bring it all back to Jersey. Um, yeah, you know, we'll see what they fucking do. <laughs> Whatever. It's another That's must right. win, guys. How many is that in the last uh, couple weeks, right? It's a Nine. lot. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. I mean, I hope they fucking pull it out. I really do. But I'm not feeling very hopeful. We'll see. Maybe tomorrow we wake up all hopeful Chris and maybe the Devils do too. Yeah, remember that when you were walking what? on sunshine? Do you remember that? Chris? I was. I do. I yeah. do. I'm not walking on sunshine right now. No, but I'd like to be again. Yeah. After we after we win this series, we will all be walking on sunshine. There's a chance. There's always there's always chance. Hope springs yeah, eternal. I mean, true that. And on that note, we zero point zero. Well, the problem is there's. Actually, probably about a 60% chance they're going to win the series, but there's only a 10% chance of that, so they're <laughs> fucked. <laughs> I don't go. have the math skills to do this. It's small. Yeah, okay. <laughs> That's all you got to know. On that note, anybody want to share anything else? We can just keep going. I don't I care. I think Bobby and Tony want out. Yeah. I don't blame them. I think America, America wants out I'm at this gonna, point. Time to go to bed early here. Yeah. All right. On, I hear you. on that note, boys, uh, we're the Uncle Puckers. Thank you so much for checking us out and uh, listening to this, whatever this was. Got two more shows uh, to go. Yeah, <laughs> more. Then we then we have then we have a lot of fun stuff planned. Bobby's yeah, like, "Wonderful stuff for next year." No, no, no. I want summers off, like the players. What are you talking about? You could take the summer off. Me and Dan are going to do our uh, run live from the golf course. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Beanie and Cecil. That's it. <laughs> uh, we'll, all right, so we're the Puckers. Um, 
And if you want to reach out to us, you know where to find us. UnclePuckers at gmail.com, Twitter, Instagram, uh, and Facebook now, Tone? Sure. Well, yeah. yeah. Hey, Bobby. Yeah, I'll talk to you about that. You got the invite to run that pay, that uh, Facebook Run that shit, Bobby. All right. Yeah, all right. fix that shit. All right. It's underway, guys. For this fucking we'll nonsense. We're going to get our Facebook music. page right. and get the MySpace page up and MySpace. Pal Talk. Periscope. Periscope. Pug us out. Peace. That was a rambling. Rambling shit. It was. <laughs> it most certainly was. Yeah.